The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. And today, a very special program, Senior Moments, brought to you by Rosa Care. And uh, let's, let's sort of set the stage for our topic today, a topic that everybody can benefit from listening closely. And if there's something that you hear, you say, I, I wanted to write that down. We do podcast all of these programs, and you can go back and listen to them again and take all the notes that you want. You'll find it on our website, WGNSRadio.com, and they're actually on every podcast site in the whole world. Uh, That will be after the show. Uh, You know, the Stitcher, iTunes, all those. And with us this morning, a big smile on her face, Erin Keel Rankin, how are you? Erin? I'm doing really well, Bart. Good how to are... have you with us today. Thank you. Happy Thursday. Yeah, it's a happy uh, Memorial Day. Happy coming Memorial up. Day as well. Yes. Well, tell us a little about our broadcast today. I am so happy to um, <clears throat> share with you all. I mean, my goodness, Bart, we've always had some really wonderful guests, right? And this morning, we are blessed with three—not one, but three audiologist in the studio here and patty thickpin with um, the thickpin hearing center so i have <clears throat> doctors patty thickpin sue vavrock and megan hansen and today we're going to talk about all things related to hearing um, you know, may is known as better hearing month and even though we're approaching the end of may i think every month is better hearing month right we oh, need yeah, to yeah. acknowledge <laughs> that yes so um without further ado i think i'm just going to go ahead and we'll just jump right in um tell me what is an audiologist well, now who's going to answer oh this? patty <laughs> uh, yeah patty i'll raise my hand and there we go <laughs> identify yourself because nobody can tell on the radio okay. that's true i'm dr thigpen um well i think audiologists are hearing healthcare professionals who evaluate diagnose and then treat and manage hearing and hearing loss and even balance disorders in persons of all ages from infants and teens to adults and even the elderly. Mm-hmm. And can you talk a little closer to your mic and let me give this oh, absolutely. young lady on the end, let me give you your own mic. Okay, I was sharing a mic. Okay, yeah, well, you don't have to share here. <laughs> you can have your own. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, tell us more. Okay, um, so audiologists diagnose and treat, manage hearing loss for patients of all ages, from young at birth. We do newborn hearing screenings up to the elderly. Very good. By the way, let me mention this too. If you have any questions on hearing aids, is that the right term these days, or have they? Everything changes names. Right. It uh, does. Call us. Uh, you can text us. Is probably the best way. We're we're gonna probably not take regular phone calls because that often takes us in a whole different direction. Uh, Just send us an email or text it is, 615-893-1450. If you're having a hearing issue uh, and have a question, give us a call or text us, 615-893-1450. 
Have hearing aids changed over the years, and when did they start changing dramatically? I know they've changed. Yeah, they've changed a lot. Uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and it used to be that hearing aids were small little devices that, that would, or actually they were larger devices that fit in your ears, and the way uh, an audiologist would adjust them is with a screwdriver. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, there wasn't as much science to say, uh, to, to calculate the prescription of the fitting, so we'd say, how's that? How's that? Mm -hmm. No, it's much more scientific now, and the degree to become a doctor of audiology is much more enhanced than it used to be, um, and and rightly so. So now hearing aids are computers in your ear, and uh, we can set them based on the size of your ear canal, as well as the type and degree of hearing loss you have for specific frequencies, and then we can adjust that for your perception of sound. Some people want um, a little sound because uh, they feel like other sound is too harsh and some people wanna hear everything around them. And we adjust it for your lifestyle. So there is a science to fitting a hearing aid properly as well as an art hmm. to fitting it to that patient. You had mentioned as far as the, the schooling and all, how many years of education do you all have to, have you all experienced? This is uh, Dr. Hanson, Megan. Um, so initially, uh, well, with my degree, because uh, I got mine a little bit more recently, um, I've been practicing for five years. Uh, so I did four years of undergraduate, and then I did four years in a doctoral program. Great. So it's total eight years of schooling mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. that. And then passing board certifications. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You pass a praxis exam for it afterwards, just like you know most graduate programs. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. right. you also have to spend a year in training to get a clinical um, part of it as well. Mm -hmm. So you are actually practicing what you learned in the classroom before you actually graduate now or either get a certificate of competency. Right. So Megan and Sue, um, how long have you all been with um, Dr. Thigpen's practice? I've been there five years. So five years. ever since I graduated, okay. I started working with um, Thigpen Hearing Center. So That's I've been one. there the whole time for five years. We are so glad you did. Mm -hmm. What an asset. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dr. Beckbrook? I have been there seven years. I've been practicing audiology for more than 20. Wow. Mm -hmm. And has that always been here in Rutherford County, as far as in the, in the borough area? Because y'all are also, what, in Tullahoma? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We also have an, another office in Tullahoma. Uh, we've had it for about two years. Okay. Love the small town community. Uh, but we live in Murfreesboro. We're a hometown. Uh, I graduated from MTSU. Yay! Yeah, uh, came back here to live, and it's it's important to live with the population uh, that you see because we do life with our patients. Yes. Oh, I love that. We do life with mm -hmm. our patients. That is wonderful. What is the average age, if there is one, of of your the patients that you all see? I would say it's probably 50. 50 is the recommended age at this point to get a hearing test. And then at that point, you know, if you've got the beginning of hearing loss and then it can be monitored, you know, every year to two years. But around 60 to 70 is really what we're seeing now okay. to fit hearing aids. OK, and that's interesting as far as being 50, because, you know, again, we start thinking about our colonoscopy. There are certain parts of the aging process that, you know, they're like a recommended annual checkup or whatever. Is that the reason, too, as far as 50? It's just a. It's a good number. It's a good age. It's a good number. <laughs> I wonder, does a hearing aid change your life 
and maybe starting younger, you're more prone to accept changes. Absolutely. So the baby boomers are definitely more proactive in their life and their lifestyle. And so when they recognize that they're missing things, they're definitely more apt to go ahead and get their hearing tested and do something about it. For those who wait, is it difficult to get used to wearing a hearing aid? Absolutely. You know, your brain and your ears are connected. And so if you can start using a hearing aid to retrain your brain at the onset of hearing loss, you're gonna do better with it. And you're gonna preserve, preserve your word understanding and recognition. If you wait, then the sound, uh, your brain is not getting stimulated with normal environmental sounds and mm -hmm. changes occur in the brain. And then when you try and get acclimated to a hearing aid, it's much more difficult. Very good. So hearing is something that uh, you need to keep strong from from your mid-50s on because is that when it starts deteriorating? So anyone can have hearing loss. Children or, or babies are born with hearing loss sometimes mm. um, due to hereditary issues, sometimes a sickness, but typically age-related would be somewhere around 50, 60, 70. Depends on genetics, depends on other things. There are comorbidities. Diabetes is associated with hearing loss. Mm. Um, and there are other things, blood pressure, heart issues that can also cause a person to have hearing loss. But around 50 is the good age to get tested and then go from there. We have a text here from a listener who says that they have had a hearing aid for about 10 years now, and uh, it, they seem to, uh, it worked well for them at the beginning, but now they're seeing uh, problems with going to meetings and understanding everything that's being said. Does the new technology, is it time for them to change hearing aids? Uh, I guess really we could add to their question, how long does a hearing aid last? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hearing aids last about, we say on average, five years or so. And it's, uh, with the hearing aids, the comp it's just like any other computer now, honestly, just over time, it just starts to uh, decrease on how well it really is benefiting that person. So if you've had one for 10 years, you've got some good life out of that hearing aid. That's really good. Right. Yeah. But yes, technology has changed so much and it really does change, um, not exactly, you know, every single year, but I would say it does change quite a bit. And um, hearing aids now, I mean, if that hearing aid's 10 years old, there's been a ton of advancements as far as like Bluetooth, for instance. And so, rechargeable. Rechargeability, so yeah, hearing aids do have Bluetooth inside of them now, where they can hook up to sm most smartphones. So they can hook up to iPhones and Androids. So you can hear your music, radio, uh, phone calls, all of that right through your hearing aids. Wow. And so that's a big benefit for people that struggle hearing on the phone or anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. However, you mentioned as far as the five-year, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, budget-wise. I mean, you have to budget for mm -hmm. this because as we had said earlier, um, prior to coming on air, you know, the expense of it. My mother-in-law, she is now 80 years young and it is challenging for her she lives out of state so bart when bill my husband and i when we have conversations with her it is hard for her to difficult for her or for all of us actually to to have a a, a really great conversation because she goes i'm sorry i can't hear you or what'd you say mm -hmm. um so how do you how do how does one budget or what mm -hmm. is the cost well, let me mm -hmm. let's just 
call it for what it is, it can be quite costly, right? Yeah. So what, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, what's the average cost of a hearing aid? Okay. Well, we try and have something for everyone because of the, the price oh, range. Oh, okay. All right. And so there are hearing aids that vary in price depending on what you want it to do. You can get an amplifier at Walmart but most people return them and they're not a hearing aid. It does not give you the same benefit. A hearing aid is a computer that works automatically for you. The idea is just put it in and let it work. So getting an amplification system for your hearing or improving your hearing is more than even improving your quality of life. It's improving your health. So it is an investment into your health to keep your brain stimulated, which can, you know, if you're not hearing, you it's more you're more susceptible to cognitive decline, which is associated with dementia. So it is an investment in your health, just like it would be for a medication for diabetes or glasses. Um, so you do need to replace them about every five years, um, and we try and have different price points for different people depending on what their needs are. Okay. That's good too. That's interesting. She mentioned about uh, dementia. Yes. And that makes a lot of sense. If you're not sociable in the world, uh, you get blocked out from everybody. And if you can't understand what they're saying, you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, we hear so much about uh, every time you turn the TV on, they're selling uh, some sort Mm -hmm. of Medicare. And they're saying, call this number because you may be eligible for hearing coverage now. Was hearing coverage not covered before, and is it really covered by what these people are saying? Do you have people coming in with, say, Medicare? We do. We have quite a few people coming in with Medicare, and those commercials are becoming more prevalent on TV. But, you know, that's a sensitive question because a lot of people will take out an insurance just hoping that it will cover on hearing aids. Mm. Right. So um, you have to be careful with some insurance companies because some of the insurance companies are deciding for you what type of hearing aid you can have and where you need to go to get it. And sometimes it's not an audiologist who's doing the fitting or dispensing. So insurance companies may say that they will pay towards the cost of a hearing aid, but you have to be careful because not all hearing aids are the same and not all fitting is the same. There are some insurance uh, benefits that do partially pay on good hearing aids, but for the most part, uh, insurance plans don't cover hearing aids. So um, I would suggest to the public to please check with your audiologist before taking out a plan that you think might have hearing aid coverage to make sure it's a good hearing aid Mm -hmm. coverage. So when you hear those uh, ads, if it sounds too good to be true, be aware. That's exactly right. Thank you for saying that. That's right. Uh, and which also brings to the point we hear things about uh, get this hearing aid, buy one, get one free, mm. and they will be selling one of them for two or three hundred dollars. Right. Uh, which is that's that's like buying a car for for a thousand dollars. Right. It's like getting a car. <laughs> they get you there and they say, well, that only pays for one tire. And okay. you've got to have four. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> it's like that. You really have to look at the fine print of anything. It's like what you said. If it sounds too good to be true, it likely is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, look at the fine print. Most of the times those ads say it's for a minimal or mild hearing loss. Most of the time people have more than a mild hearing loss. And then they come in and they get their hearing tested and they go, oh, this is not right for you. You need these other ones and they are much more expensive. 
We have a, another text here from a listener. This one says, I've been a member of a local civic organization for many years, and now it's just frustrating to go to the meetings because I don't get half of what's being said. And the meeting, somebody will ask me a question, and I don't know the answer because I can't understand what people are saying. There's just a lot of room, a lot of noise in the room. Mm. Uh, will a hearing aid resolve that issue? It can. So the computer inside the hearing aid, they can be more automatic. They can have a faster processor. They can have speech enhancement. They can have noise management. There are a variety of technology available. And so the more automatic ones are more expensive, but they work better. They have that speech enhancement. They have the best noise management. So if you are in noisy situations, you need better hearing aids. They're going to do more work for you. They're going to be more automatic. You're going to be able to hear better in those situations. Noise is hard for everyone. I mean, you know, quiet one-on-one, that's the easiest. But when you go into a noisy place, that is definitely the most difficult for everyone. Even people with normal hearing can struggle. So we want to make sure that the hearing aids are programmed correctly for that person with the right technology. And so coming down, it comes down to programming as well, making sure we've got that set just right for them. You all must have really hit uh, a hot spot because we're getting a bunch of questions. (laughs) That's wonderful. Here's another question. Uh, Why does being in the wind uh, cause our ears to hurt and our balance to be unstable? Tell us about that. Is there right? The ears and the balance system are very closely related. The ears composed of three parts: the outer, the middle, the inner ear. And um, the hearing nerve is in the inner ear, but also in the inner ear is your balance system. And so you can have hearing loss and balance difficulty, or you could have just balance difficulty and no hearing loss. So hearing and balance, there is a relationship between those. As far as the wind, um, some people have a sensitivity to wind in their ear canals. Um, So the wind actually can uh, touch the eardrum because of the way that shape of the ear canal is which can cause some sensitivity and discomfort some uh, people more than others and also in this area uh, or region there's allergies everywhere right now especially this season and that's true Mm -hmm. allergies can cause that sensitivity to be enhanced Mm -hmm. so do do you all find during this allergy season there's an uptick in the number of phone calls that you're receiving at the office yep there can be with ears feeling clogged decrease in hearing or sensation of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned as far as the balance all right i'm just going to throw this out there it, would there be any correlation between the balance and perhaps individuals with parkinson's disease because that is a movement disorder mm-hmm. what oh, it, yes yeah mm-hmm. hmm. interesting very good by the way we just got another text this one's from the police department. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not illegally park. <laughs> Westbound lanes of Old Fort Parkway near New Salem Highway are closed while Murfreesboro Police investigates an SUV and a pedestrian accident. Oh, no. Traffic is being uh, rerouted onto the New Salem eastbound lanes uh, are open, by the way. Traffic is very heavy in that area. Find an alternate route. And that's uh, Old Fort Parkway near the new Salem Highway. So be aware of that. Probably best to totally avoid that area. Mm -hmm. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. 
We will be right back and continue the conversation. If you have a question on hearing, hearing aids, give us a shout, text it to us. 615-893-1450. When we come back, we'll jump on that question. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to DemasesRestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants, go to DemasesRestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. You can find us at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Animal City is Murfreesboro's longest running and only family operated pet store. Here at Animal City, we know how important nutrition is to a healthy pet. We are proud to carry full lines of premium foods to suit most critters. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good morning. Traffic still moving 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area. Lots of radar already out here. Some traffic up and down. Certain sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Just give yourself extra time. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. And also, Chuck, we have that update on the westbound lanes of Old Fort Parkway near the New Salem Highway. It's closed. Murfreesboro police are investigating an SUV versus pedestrian accident that happened there just moments ago. So traffic is extremely heavy and extremely slow in that area. Find yourself an alternate route. That's the old Fort Parkway near the New Salem Highway. What about the weather forecast? We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon. A cloudy skies, a high in the upper 70s. Then for tonight, a chance for rain and storms, cloudy alone near 58. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 69. And just a moment ago, we had some heavy rain coming through the downtown area. Perhaps it is sweeping into your neighborhood now. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We are your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. Receive breaking news, sports scores, traffic, and weather bulletins on your cell phone. Sign up for text alerts at WGNSRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. We are looking at uh, your health. Senior Moments brought to you by Arosa Care in progress right now. And we're visiting with some friends 
from Thigpen Hearing. Dr. Patty Thigpen's with us, Dr. Sue Vavrock, Dr. Megan Hansen, they're all with us this morning. And a special welcome to Aaron Keo Rankin from Arosa Care. Uh, tell us a little about how Arosa Care helps the community in yeah, these areas. Love it. Well, we actually partner with uh, professionals such as these wonderful doctors here in the studio this morning. We're in front with Arosa, we're a care management and home care provider, and we serve seniors and individuals with special needs. And so with, with the, the audiologists, right, with their patients, we as care managers just kind of view us as professional daughters or sons because we do have gentlemen now that are on our team. And so from a care management standpoint, we are all, we're either social workers, nurses, gerontologists, or mental health counselors. And so you talk about a variety of dynamics that take place within a family setting. And especially as one ages, oftentimes it's how do you communicate? I've noticed that mom is not responding to, we don't have that good connection that we used to have, so on and so forth. So as care managers, we actually can accompany mom to her audiology appointment and actually be her extra set of eyes and ears and hands and feet and help um, navigate that conversation with um, the doctors here. And then also talk about the, the actual socialization or the lack thereof, because you know we were talking at break as far as a lot of people do not take into account the impact that hearing loss or hearing impairment can have on one's social life. So socialization, if you have lack of socialization due to embarrassment, they can't hear as well, um, they're tired of repeating themselves, they, some people may think, oh my gosh, I think she might have dementia instead of whatever. So being misdiagnosed, right? Mm -hmm. And so with that, it's always good to have a care manager there to advocate for that patient and assure them we are walking alongside them on this journey called life and aging and we will partner with, with the uh, uh, Thigpen Hearing Center. Yeah. Uh, we have a question here from a listener, and I've, I've not heard this before. This person says they hear a ringing sound all the time, and as long as uh, they have something playing in the background, it's not quite as disruptive, but can you help with something like that? How would you describe that? So a ringing in the ears, it may be described as buzzing or crickets, is called tinnitus. So it actually, they're hearing a, yes, a sound. It's not imaginary. They hear it. Other people don't. Um, and there are probably over 50 million Americans that oh, have it. Wow. It is a very <laughs> common thing to have. Okay. It is often associated with hearing loss, although not always. It is a perception in the brain. It's not... Um, it's not a... It is a symptom. It's not a disease. And so that's why it can be related to hearing loss. But yes, using things in your environment How can you help cover it. Well, it depends you? on what's causing oh, it. Okay. <laughs> Typically, it's a permanent type thing. Um, because if it's related to hearing loss, the hearing nerves are not functioning correctly. The brain is taking that misinterpretation and turning it into ringing, roaring, buzzing crickets. Mm. It can be related to medication. You change the medication or stop that's the medication. More temporary, yeah. And that's more temporary, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it is a permanent type thing. But using sounds in your environment can certainly help if you have hearing loss, treating the hearing 
you know, hearing loss with hearing aids can also help. And today's hearing aids have maskers in them. And the masker is delivering sound into the ear at a softer level to cover over that tinnitus so that it's a, the person's able to just go about their day when they're in a quiet situation, they can have that sound available to them. And we mix that into the ringing of the, or the sound of the ringing so that they are able to he- hear both the person talking, but it's the tinnitus is blocked out. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mm-hmm. as far as with uh, what about Meniere's disease? Am I, am I pronouncing that correctly? You are correct. Mm-hmm. So would that associate mean that uh, my husband has been? Oh, I'm just giving away HIPAA information, but anyway, <laughs> a loved one I know right has uh, Meniere's disease, and so does that mean that my loved one may also have hearing loss? Meniere's disease can affect hearing, yes. Okay. So it's a balance disorder that is in the cochlea, Mm -hmm. and it is also associated with hearing loss. It typically fluctuates. It can also cause permanent hearing loss. So if you have Meniere's disease, it's best to get a hearing test and find out what's going on with that. Okay. Well, we'll definitely, um, I'll be phoning your office to get on on your books, that's for sure. Well, we have a listener who uh, is saying, uh, they're going some uh, on a cruise uh, in July, and they would like to hear better. Uh, is it difficult to set up an appointment, and does it take a long? Do you have a long waiting list? Now, I would suggest call our office. We try to get you in within two weeks. Sometimes we can get you in sooner than that. Uh, if we know that you need it immediately, some, we're able to uh, have a hearing aid actually for you within a day or two wow. at the most. That's fast. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Instruct you in how to use it and care for it. But I would recommend that you get it as soon as possible so that you can get used to it before you leave. Because right. there's a, a, an adjustment period to start hearing all the sounds around you and learning right. to tune out sounds that you normally haven't been hearing. Well, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. if you're going on a cruise, right? So those waves, I mean, that, that being on a ship, that's going to impact your your balance i just had another thought you might want to take an audiologist with you there you go (laughs) there might be three if you need (laughs) and you need a broadcaster too (laughs) and someone to support everyone that's right Uh, keep it between the the invitation (laughs) how would they uh contact you all what uh, is they your can office call our number? office mm-hmm. at 615-494-4344. Do you mind repeating that, please? 615-494-4344. And you all are here in Murfreesboro. Yes. You're on, what is it, Robert Rose? Robert Rose Drive. And if, I know exactly where you are because uh, you're next to my favorite restaurant. The bank. Oh, <laughs> we hear that a lot. <laughs> they do have great food. Now, I have not tried the... Uh, the ice cream place. Oh, you need to go oh, there. It's yes. sweet shop. Yes. Sweet shop. Yes. Very tasty. Very All of that in one place. All right, Bart. <laughs> one stop shop. I <laughs> love it. Go have lunch. It. Go down this That's to the right. end Just and have dessert. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm curious, Dr. Hansen. You um, you've been in practice now for five years. Yes. What made you choose the field of audiology? So initially, my undergraduate degree is in psychology, and so then I kind of 
was looking towards being a counselor, um, something of that variety. And then I had an interest. I had a friend doing uh, ASL, sign language classes. Uh And so I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, I want to, you know, I love languages. And so I thought, okay, that could be something that I could, you know, try and do some classes with. And then I did just an introductory class to uh, speech language pathology and audiology. And I heard the audiologist speak and I said, well, that's that's me. (laughs) That's more my speed. And there is a lot of counseling, really, that is involved in audiology. So I was able to kind of utilize that psychology degree Mm -hmm. and uh, kind of mix that with audiology. And we have, you know, a few folks from the deaf community that we see. I just went to uh, an event through Bridges in Nashville, actually, last weekend, and um, they have lots of good resources over there, and uh, it's just a really great community that they have um, established, and it's, they have it in Memphis as well. And so uh, lots of um, help with that community and hard of hearing community as well. Yeah. So, And you mentioned ASL, the American Sign Language, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to see more of that and i'm so grateful for that over the course of the many years most recently and i, I want to say maybe because of covid you had more people watching tv and so yes. you see a lot of the sign language being used right, right? Yeah. uh yeah uh, marvel actually <laughs> they have a uh, deaf superhero so oh, it's wow. definitely more um you're seeing more of that i would say them. Well, yay, yay. Yeah, right? absolutely. <laughs> I'm doing this, yeah. We have another question from a listener. This one's asking, uh, since you mentioned hearing aids could last about five years before they become obsolete or technology changes things, uh, do you need to adjust them uh, throughout that time period? And if so, how often should you go to the hearing aid doctor? Well, we like to see our patients who wear hearing aids every six months so that we can clean and check them and make sure that they're getting their, you know, the most benefit from their hearing aids. We, if we're seeing a patient every six months, we do a hearing test every two years. Hearing loss is very slow to change typically. And so if we are seeing them every two years, if we find a change, we can update the hearing aids, make sure that they're hearing well. We don't need a hearing test to update the hearing aids. We can make, you know, changes. Um, for the hearing aids if they're not hearing well. And that's really the most important part of fitting hearing aids is how they are adjusted. So we do the, initially we do that trial period so that they are coming back into the office. We are fine tuning, um, but it's really over long-term periods. If they're struggling, they can come in and we can make an adjustment. I would think too, if, if you had a different diagnosis, right? Or medications and all, that that would impact the quality of your hearing. So don't wait. If there's a, a change in your health status, mm-hmm. don't wait until that six month. Right. Go ahead and give right. you a call mm-hmm. and say, there's been a shift. Can we look mm-hmm. at this? Mm-hmm. And that's a question we usually ask at their six month follow up is, have you had any changes in your health or any new medications? Mm-hmm. Because we do know the impact of that. Right. And we can adjust the hearing aids um, every six months if we needed to, based on your lifestyle. If you're working and then you decide you're going to retire, your lifestyle's different. So we can adjust the hearing aid based on your environment as it changes. That makes sense. And you all have been wonderful in going into um, some local senior living communities. 
um, as a courtesy and you um, adjust those or clean the hearing aids rather mm-hmm. not adjust but clean the hearing aids right yes. what does one do when the hearing aid they've outlived their hearing aid or you know what about individuals who pass on what happens to those hearing aids is there is there a, a company around that could benefit from these hearing aids if it's there's different styles of hearing aids so there are ones that are custom made so uh, we can't really refit those but there are certain manufacturers that we can send that to so they can at least take parts of the hearing aid and be refit Um, if it is some style that is behind the ear hearing aid then that can be refit to somebody so it can be donated to another person that's wonderful i'm all about recycling reuse whatever right and and let someone else pay it forward Mm -hmm. so to speak now you mentioned earlier about uh, the hearing canal being different in everyone and you're uh, sort of fitting the uh, hearing aids to those canals. Yes. Uh, how important is that? Because I've, I've never heard somebody talk about that before. Uh, we love doing that. So that's the key into being successful with a hearing aid is how it's programmed and fit. So we have specific tools that can measure the ear canal volume. Uh, and that, that changes with the shape of your ear. And children, you have to keep measuring that ear canal periodically because they're constantly growing. Uh, little tidbit, your ear canal continues to grow and your ear grows until you're about 13. Wow. And then at 13, it stops growing and then it starts growing again when you get older. Really? <laughs> interesting. Right. Very interesting. Yeah. Huh. So your hearing canal change, if you're a, a senior citizen, uh, your, your hearing canal is going to be changing. Yes. Okay, here's another question from a listener. They say that ever since I was a teenager, I seem to have a lot of wax in my ear. Uh, It even sometimes gets so bad that I can hardly hear. Uh, And I am now 72 years old. What's causing this? So our ear canals have wax glands in there and they are designed to make wax. Wax is important, it keeps your ear healthy. You can have an overproduction, which then, as it builds up, you can't hear because it's blocking the sound. Um, It typically will migrate out of the ear canal, but again, if it's building up too quickly and it can't migrate out, it will build up and you need to have it removed. Um, So we actually do wax removal in our office, and we can do that anytime. Is it dangerous to have Q-tips clean the ear canal every morning with your q-tips after you get it is recommended to not use q-tips if you're going to just stay on the outer part of your ear okay if you overproduce wax and you use a q-tip then you're just pushing the wax back down inside your ear canal and it builds up Hmm. and the longer it stays in your ear the harder it becomes and the more difficult it is to remove do you do that service for people we do yes sir because that is that painful we try to make it not painful. <laughs> the softer the wax, the easier it comes out. I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning soft playing music. Yes. You know, Maybe you call we'll in Megan over there. Yes. She will talk them through it. It's like a spa trip. That's really. Yeah. People like coming to our office. We're the fun doctors. You're the yes. fun doctors. I like that. Okay. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, and we will be back. This will be the final segment. So if you have a question or a comment, don't wait around. This is your last chance. 
615-893-1450. Great show today. Senior Moments brought to you by Arosa Care. Aaron Keo Rankin is with us and our guest from Thigpen Hearing, Dr. Patty Thigpen, Dr. Sue Vavrock, and Dr. Megan Hansen. We will be right back. Stay with us. Hey, hi, and hello there. Rutherford <laughs> Issues with Brian Barrett. Fun lovers and truth seekers. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS AM FM online. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Relaford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your spring gardening needs. We have everything you need for your garden, your lawn. We have clothing, some of the greatest gift ideas. We also have baby chicks. So please come see us for everything you need for your farm and home needs. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off South Church. This is Tina Fox at the Relaford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your spring If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hey, neighbor, when you talk, others listen. If it's on Good Neighbor Talk, keep it here. WTNS, AM, FM, online. Welcome back. We're talking about your hearing, making it natural. And uh, we have just a few minutes left, 615-893-1450. Yeah. So, you know, I'm actually curious uh, as far as why do people wait so long um, to check out their hearing or to receive hearing aids? Well, most people, or on average, I should say, research shows that it takes about seven years for someone to do something about their hearing once they recognize they've got hearing loss. And that's really just because hearing loss is so gradual that they typically don't realize how bad it is. Others around them may notice it more. And so that's sometimes the spouse or the you know children are saying, let's go get your hearing tested. What's the biggest complaint that you hear? Oh, that they are having to repeat themselves. Also, mm-hmm. the TV's cranked up. You know, I hear the TV when I'm outside, you know, coming into the house. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and then too, as far as, you know, just speaking of outdoors, it's the warm weather. So you're going to have, uh, what, the lawnmowers going and things of that nature. And would that impact someone's hearing loss? Or mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Very much so. And we see a lot of noise-induced hearing losses as well. And so, um, so protecting your hearing is something active that you can do. Of course, you know, we can't fight genetics, but we can at least help you know, fight the background noise or the noise that you're around. And really now that they're saying even decibel levels that we thought before, certain noise levels we thought were fine, they're actually dangerous to your ears. Can you give us an example? So like if it's a loud restaurant and you work in a loud restaurant and you're constantly in that noise, that's even dangerous to your ears Mm. and, you know, could cause some damage to your to your inner ear so concerts people are returning to concerts definitely concerts yeah protect those ears (laughs) well how do you protect it i mean you can't bear i mean you want to go and hear the music but my goodness how what what would be a safe way to protect my hearing when i attend a concert event you can use foam earplugs as simple as that or you can have custom pieces that are made for your ear canals to help uh there's certain filters or levels that you can attenuate or decrease the sound right. um, for the concert level. Yeah. So. I would imagine some uh, uh, musicians, professional yeah. musicians, right? Do they get, do they visit your office? They do. They we make do. ear impressions. We send them off. We can order things for them. We have people come in and we make ear impressions and they order their devices through another company. But there are in-ear monitors. There are musician earplugs. There are solid filters for just reducing overall sound. One thing about like mowing the grass you mentioned and hearing aids, you would want to take your hearing aids off and wear hearing protection when you mow the grass. If you're gonna be around anything loud, shooting, um, anything loud, take the hearing aids off to protect the ears. Mm, thinking of construction workers, anyone that's, you know, just, I see a, a, you know, with all the development, the construction that's going on here in Rutherford County, which is a great thing, but yet at the same time, I see those individuals with those heavy, that heavy equipment, and they're just digging down into the asphalt and all, and I'm like, oh my gosh. No, they definitely need to be protecting their ears. Yes. Now, can you actually, if a person is having, like the email or the text we had a minute ago about a person going to a meeting and having a difficult time understanding what others are saying, is that pretty normal? And is is that, uh, can you resolve it based on the type of hearing aid or do all hearing aids uh, correct that issue? No, that's a good question. I think that hearing loss could be helped. It sounds like that person is experiencing hearing difficulties. So the very first step would be to get a hearing test to determine, is it a permanent hearing loss or is it something that can be treated medically? Uh, if, If we can do that, that's great. Otherwise, if hearing aids are recommended, there's a lot of different variety and we program it. It can be programmed specifically for that area of the background noise to manage it automatically without the person doing anything. Uh, So that person is really working hard, harder than they need to, to hear when life could be made so much simpler with using amplification that's designed to do that for them. And we're back again to being able to communicate with others, socialize, and without socialization, you're up the creek. I mean, yeah. you're going to lead mm-hmm. to other issues. Mm-hmm. Do people have these problems and sometimes don't know it? I mean, if, could there be a person listening right now who desperately needs a hearing aid? It would dramatically change their life. But for one reason or another, they don't know that they need the hearing aid. 
Yeah, absolutely. There could be people who are pulling away from doing social activities, not going out to eat because they don't hear well in that situation. So why go? So they stay at home more. That can lead to isolation, which can lead to depression, which can lead to dementia. So again, starting with a hearing test, even if you don't have any idea if you've got hearing loss, you can always start with a hearing test and that's going to give you that baseline. Sooner or later, will everyone's hearing deteriorate? I mean, uh, can you avoid that totally? Is it strictly uh, genes or what is it? Genetics play a big part in it because some families will start hearing, losing hearing in their 50s and other people can have great hearing through their 80s. But if we're fortunate and blessed to live to be 100, I saw someone who was 103 yesterday walk into our office. Uh, so if we're fortunate to live that long, there will be some effect on the hearing. Interesting. So uh, the big thing is don't put it off. It sounds like the sooner you get it checked, the better off you will be, especially if it's medically related. You can uh, maybe get rid of that problem before it creates other, does, does it create other problems? It, it does. Your, your hearing's directly related to cognitive decline, as we talked about. Uh, other health problems like uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, even obesity and smoking, all of that has an impact on hearing. How would smoking have an impact? So our ear is very vascular, so anything that affects the oxygen level or the blood flowing into the ear would affect the hear, or anywhere in the body would affect the ears as well. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I'm not a smoker, but that is, that is fascinating. That's a great fact. Another reason to stop smoking. (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, check with our friends at Thigpen uh, over on Robert Rose Drive. And again, what is your phone number? 615-494-4344. Very good. And, and if you're fortunate to have a representative from Arosa Care helping you or helping a loved one, uh, is that something that could, uh, that people would notice? Yes, you would notice? yes. We would be honored at Arosa. You can contact us at 615-848-6774. And I'll repeat that. 615-848-6774. All right, we have about a minute left in our broadcast. Any final thoughts? Any, If you were to encourage somebody to do something this week to improve your life, uh, what would it be? I would say definitely go and get a hearing test because it is transformational if you have hearing loss. We see it every day. It never gets old treating hearing and improving the ability to hear for someone. Very good. Erin, yeah. put it you. on your calendar, right? Yeah, Mark absolutely. it. You're turning 50. That's a great thing. Make an appointment. Yes. Make a change in your life for the better. Stay with us. Much more to come. We're going to be following Spring Fling throughout the day today. We're also going to be heading down to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, in and around the showers. We're going to get some ball games in right here. Hey, have a great day. See you tomorrow.